0: do things you'll later regret it. oh no you did hello and welcome to let's place it's the podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made according to quality i'm luke i'm the person whose dumbass idea this show was
1: and i'm joined
0: as always by my co-host
1: chelsea oh hi and crystal it's me brad shoemaker filling in for crystal
0: I don't like this at all, on several levels. Uh, we've got two guests here with us. we got Maxi returning. Blay, it's me! And we got a new guest, we got, we got Dylan.
2: Hi, how are y'all?
0: Great, fantastic. We're gonna play five videos, games, this eve. It's gonna be, we're gonna do five of them, like always. Well, like usual. Like, we a lot are, of
3: the time. Yeah,
0: you know. Uh, we're talking about Mystery of the Nile, Star Trek, Axions, Grim Fandango, and Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, other than the ones that everyone's heard of on that list, uh, I don't know what these are because Chelsea picked them out. So let's
4: find out. So together. is this like a Halloween episode? or? No, uh, that would have been a good idea. Oh, yeah, I mean, it would have been a good idea, especially for me to ask that before doing the Count Dracula voice, I think. It uh, would a good idea, just which Is, is, is that the games. voice you were doing? Yeah. You know, <clears throat> bleh, bleh. It's me. Are you sure?
3: The Count. Yeah, I, know. All... I thought you were doing, like, a bad Mario or something.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, you know how Mario says Bleh? Yeah.
0: You go, to go. Hello. It's-a me, Dracula. All right. Now that's all out of the way. No, it's not a themed episode. A Halloween episode would have been a really good idea, which is why it's not happening.
3: I mean, we did that last year.
0: Did we? All right.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was very spook I'll
0: trust you. Anyway, I guess let's talk about Mystery of the Nile. I feel like I've heard of this game before, but let's see what it is. Maybe I'm wrong. In this unofficial adaptation of the film, The Jewel of the Nile, three players have been captured by a dictatorial regime in an Arab country. Hmm. They must escape the country at once, and the player is the only one who can help them. In the initial screens, all three tourists need to be reunited from their different prison cells. Each character also needs to find their weapon of choice, those being grenades, a pistol, and an umbrella. Well, (laughs) control between any of the travelers can be switched at any moment by typing one, two, or three. Once the three travelers are reunited, every screen acts as a puzzle of sorts. And the player is given a few seconds to strategically place each character before enemies appear. When they do, two of the characters will react automatically to the enemies, and the player will direct control of the last character. If all enemies in the screen are eliminated and the three characters survive, they will advance to the next screen. So that's, that's Mystery of the Nile. Anyone anyone ever heard of this one? Ah, uh, Nope. All right. Anyone ever seen the film The Jewel of the Nile? Or heard of it?
4: Absolutely not. Nope, me neither. Hey,
1: mate. Oh, you're just going to keep doing that the whole time, huh? This is my natural voice of Brad Shoemaker. I
0: I hate everything about what you're doing to me right now. What do you mean? Uh, You know exactly what I mean. Uh, Anyway... I don't know if I've got anything to say. It does seem like if you get the umbrella, you really got the short end of the stick between these three folks.
4: Well, no, you have the long end of the stick, Luke.
2: The grenades also don't seem particularly helpful if you want to, like... You know, you can only have so many of those.
0: Sure. We're five minutes into this episode, and I already want to just lay down. So, that's I'm a good sorry, sign. I'm sorry,
3: that's my fault.
0: <laughs> well, why is it your fault?
3: I... Like, uh, I was torturing you before the episode started.
0: No, you're fine. I'm talking about as once the episode started. Okay.
3: I'm looking at a video uh, for a long play yeah. of this game, and it's 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great. I
3: All don't know why we I have placed 400 up to make the <laughs> quotation marks.
0: Ah, uh, you know. Dork. Ah, uh, we... Uh, we have placed 450 video games, so we are going to start placing Mystery of the Nile at game number 225. Chelsea, how do you think it compares to uh, Lighthouse the Dark Being? A first person point and click adventure game that's just kind of really trying to chomp Mist's flavor. Uh,
3: lighthouse.
0: Okay, Crystal.
1: Mr. Denial seems perhaps a smidge culturally insensitive, don't you think?
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't seem, yeah, not that, that's
1: for sure. Unlike my uh, authentic this... British accent.
4: <laughs> it's turning Wait, like... wait, wait, that's British? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask if you were doing, like, Texas or Australia. Yeah, I was gonna say, it was kind of just
3: slipping all over <laughs> yeah. the
1: place. Hey, it's me, Crystal, filling in for Brad Shoemaker. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Thank
3: <laughs> God. Who's Brad Shoemaker?
1: <laughs> Don't worry about it. Not important. Okay. He's a British editor at GiantBomb.com.
3: God okay. damn it!
0: Crystal, how do you vote?
1: Uh, the the one that's not Mystery of the Nile.
0: All right. Yeah. So that's one. That's two for Lighthouse. Uh, Maxie.
4: I'll go with Lighthouse.
2: All right, and Dylan. <laughs> I was just going to say Mystery of the Nile at least looks kind of interesting and like it was trying for something. Sure, sure. Uh, well, Mystery of the Nile moves down. So, uh, how,
0: uh, Dylan, how does it compare to game number 337, oh, Space Farmers, a co-op game on Steam, where you and a buddy get together to go around some space station-ish levels to help cows with space stuff. And it's...
3: You know, they tried. Oh, that definitely would have broken her legs. What? I want, like, what? she just jumped from the second story off a ladder uh-huh. onto the okay. ground. Uh-huh. Like
0: that. You understand? You can't just out of nowhere say, oh, well, that would have broken her legs.
3: <laughs> With no context. Yeah, I you know, This is a comedy show.
0: All right. Yeah. Anyway, Dylan, yeah. Space Farmers or Mystery of the Nile?
2: So, It Tried really seems like the effective description for both of these games. Sure. And with what they were working with, because we're comparing a Commodore versus a 2014. Oh, I'll right. go with Mystery of the Nile, but they both don't look like I would choose to play them.
4: That's fair. That's fair. Maxi. Uh I'm going to have to go with Mystery of the Nile because I missed what the other game was. <laughs> Fantastic Crystal.
1: <laughs> uh Space Farmers cuz it's less racist. Yeah, all right. Chelsea.
3: Ah. Uh, the toss up. Um Yeah. I don't like particularly either of these. Uh Space Farmers. Sure. I guess
0: all right, that ties it. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm swayed by Crystal's space farmers is less racist argument, so I'm gonna vote space farmers. Yeah, I'm not sure how no, I feel no, about the
3: enemies in Mystery of the Nile.
0: Yeah, it's not the best. Mm. You know, these are very low fidelity sprites.
3: I d- I, I will say <laughs> I do like the the art style of it's Mystery of the Nile.
0: And... Yeah, it's all right looking.
3: It's kind of cartoony. Actually, kind of reminds yeah. me of Robonaut a little bit. The roundness of it.
0: I sort of see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, Mystery of the Nile moves down to number 393. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to uh, Eggs of Steel, the 3D platformer for the PlayStation where you're a weird, creepy Eggman, but not Dr. Eggman, and you got to go around a factory and, like, whack stuff with a wrench, and the sound is real bad, and there's a lot of loading screens, and it's
4: just... Luke, I think you're maybe uh, putting the cart before the horse a little bit. You're kind of biasing the voters. Wasn't it well,
3: like, rated like one out of a hundred?
0: Something like that. It had a lot of bad Metacritic scores. Listen, it's at number 393. It's a bad game. But that's objective.
3: Published by Atlas.
0: Yeah, that's true also.
3: Uh, anyway, Chelsea? Break an egg.
0: All right, that's one for eggs of Steel. Crystal?
1: Egg of Steel.
0: All right, uh, Maxi,
4: Eggs of Steel.
2: And Dylan. Uh, Eggs of Steel seems less racist, and that seems like a good way to go with this, I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so Eggs of Steel wins, and Mystery of the Nile continues to drop to number 421. Uh, Dylan, how does... Uh, oh, oh no. <laughs> how does Mystery of the Nile compare to Man Enough, uh, first-person FMV... Dating simulator?
2: Oh Jesus Christ.
0: Uh-huh. Uh made in nineteen ninety-four for DOS. You there's a selection of women in early nineties aerobic outfits and you get to choose which one to sweet talk.
1: Now, there's a woman who's working out at the gym in just like a regular bra. Not like a sports uh, bra. <laughs> no, I'm
3: yeah? saying what you're talking. Uh huh. The eighties were a wild time.
2: They sure were. So one is sexist, but one is racist, and I'm really trying to decide which is worse,
1: and it's not uh-huh, easy. Uh-huh. Um You know, maybe that's not the way to frame this decision.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so
1: I I think
2: I'm gonna go with Mystery of the Nile because it at least looks like a game versus sure. a dating sim.
0: Oh well. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll come back. We'll put a pin in that one, Maxie.
4: So I'm looking at some of the uh, lines in. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> love, love, screenshot number three.
4: I'm the president of the amateur gynecologist club. My motto is always at your cervix. Oh boy. And I'm not even going to bother reading the other two. Cause, like, that's enough. <laughs> I think that I. Mystery of the Nile, I gotta.
0: Alright, yeah, that's uh, that's two for Mystery of the Nile. Crystal? Man enough. <laughs> that's one for man enough. Chelsea? I'm looking
3: at a screenshot where like all three of your dialogue options are propositioning this woman that you've presumably just met. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mystery of the Nile.
0: Alright, Mystery of the Nile takes it. And is saved from, from dropping uh, any further. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to game number 407, uh, Deku Yonku, Tough the Truck, a Sega Saturn truck racing game that runs at about five frames a second. Mystery. All right, uh, Maxie?
3: I'll go with the truck
4: game.
0: Okay. That's one for each. Crystal? Deku Yanku.
2: And Dylan? Deku Yonku seems inoffensive, so I'll, I'll go with that. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, Crystal. Did you
0: say Deke Yonku?
1: I did say Deke Yonku. All
0: right. Deku wins. Mystery of the Nile moves... Yeah, Tough the <laughs> Truck. It's so good. <laughs> Tough the Truck's a good fucking name. Uh, that moves Mystery of the Nile down to number 414. Uh, Crystal, how does it... Or, no, I'm sorry. Dylan, how does it compare to Euchre? It's an old, like... Oh, no, it's not an old one. Eh, it's old-ish. Uh, it's a browser game where you play the card game Euchre. You can play multiplayer, if that's your thing. Um.
2: Fuck. Uh.
3: Isn't this a game that I had to, like, speed up your reading of the rules?
2: Probably. I guess Mystery of the Nile, but... Uh, I yeah. I like the bottom part of this list.
0: Yeah. No, it's a bad... It, it's almost as if the bottom half of this list is bad games.
4: Maxie? I mean... I guess Euchre?
0: (laughs) Alright. That's one for each. Uh, Wait, no. Dylan, you voted mystery, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Crystal? Euchre. Alright, that's two for Euchre. Chelsea?
3: If you vote for Euchre, you're in denial. Boo! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I deserve that. Uh, d- mi- mystery of <laughs> the yeah, uh, Nile, that, ties that it.
0: I, I guess Mystery of the Nile, but yeah, we're firmly in the position of where there's no winners here. Uh, that moves Mystery of the Nile up to number 410. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Pokemon Stadium 2, the N64 game where you can insert any of your Pokemon games from Generation 1 or 2 to battle them in stunning 3D graphics?
3: I don't think we gave Pokemon Stadium Two enough of a chance. They really got down
0: here. <laughs> I forgot just how low it was.
3: It really was kind of just on the basis of, uh, I think most of us thought uh, Stadium One was better. Sure.
0: All right. Well, that's one vote for Stadium Two, Crystal.
1: Um, denial.
0: Okay, that's uh, two or uh, that's one for each rather maxi
4: can you be a jigglypuff uh-huh in the nile one
0: almost certainly no
4: then i think i'm gonna have to go with stadium two
0: all right and uh dylan
2: yeah stadium two i'm so baffled that it's this low yeah uh, it's a, a bad possible game possible
0: peer review candidate, let's say. Barely a game it, to begin with. Uh you know, I wouldn't go that far. Think there
3: are better candidates. Uh,
0: there might be better candidates. I'm just saying, you know, it's definitely one that sticks out to me. I'm not saying it belongs in like the top ten. I'm just saying maybe not in the
2: 400s Yeah, it's down here with Betty yeah. Bad. Yeah. Uh,
1: What's wrong anyway, with Betty Bad. A lot. <laughs> It's better than uh, Pokemon all right. Stadium, too. It's oh.
0: objectively not.
1: <laughs> okay. Subjectively.
0: All right. Uh, Mystery of the Nile moves down to number 412. Hey, Dylan, how's it compared to Betty Bad? <laughs> the 3D game where you play as a woman named Elizabeth Badowski, and you got to, like, run through. It's kind of like Tempest, but not... It's like it's like Tempest by way of Tomb Raider controls. It doesn't look good.
4: Wait, sorry, what is the name of this game? Betty Bad. Like Betty Bad? Uh-huh. Okay.
0: Because Because her name is Elizabeth Badowski and Betty Bad is what she goes by.
2: Okay. Both these games look bad. But uh uh-huh. Badowski is such a good fucking name that I've gotta give it to Betty Bad.
0: Alright. Uh Maxie.
4: I mean it's called Betty Bad <laughs> And that, not to put you point a point on it, is very good. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Something going with Betty
3: Bad.
0: That's two for Betty Bad, Crystal. Betty Bad. Alright. Uh Chelsea. Nile. <laughs> Alright, uh Betty Bad wins. Fools.
3: Betty Bad wins, and... You looked at this damn game? (laughs) Did you look at it before you voted?
4: Yeah, I'm seeing, like, a lady in power armor or something, and there's, like, a tube. Yeah. It's dope.
0: All right. Betty Bad wins, and uh, Mystery of the Nile moves down to number 413 for one last comparison. Uh, Chelsea, how does Mystery of the Nile compare to Disney's Villains Revenge? A uh, computer game about Disney villains, like, stealing the happy endings from all the Disney movies. And I think you have to, like, play mini-games or some shit to win them back.
3: I guess Disney.
0: All right. Crystal? Denial. It's one for each. Maxie?
3: So,
4: I had this game as a kid. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Tell me about uh, it. Well, the main thing I remember about it was that there was a section where you're trying to find Alice from Alice in Wonderland in a hedge maze, right? Okay. And you do this by, like, you can hear her calling out to you and use, like, directional audio to say, oh, her voice is strongest in this direction, so I must be going this way, right? uh uh Mm Mm-hmm. The problem is, I think as a kid, I hadn't realized that there's, like... A left side and a right side to headphones. Oh. So I had, I eventually figured out I had to like reverse the audio. Either that, or I did have the audio set up right, but it was just fucked up at one point. So either way, it was fucking very difficult to navigate this maze for very stupid reasons. And also, Jiminy Cricket follows you around for the entire game and fuck that dude. So (laughs) I'm gonna have to go with the Mystery of the Nile.
0: All right, that's two for Mystery of the Nile. Dylan.
2: Uh, I just learned more about this from that <laughs> little speech. Yeah. So I guess Mystery of the Nile, because it sounds like it might be functional. All right, then. Mystery I think there's
4: of- also, like, a rail shooter section in the Alice of Wonderland part. Where, like, yeah, sure. The the playing card guards come at you, and you got to, like... I'm assuming like whack croquet balls at them with a flamingo or something it's been I'm a sure, while sure yeah yeah
0: yeah now are you sure you're not mixing this up with Kingdom Hearts
4: I'm definitely not
0: <laughs> okay uh in that case uh Mystery of the Nile is placed number 413 directly above Disney's Villain's Revenge directly below Betty Bad so there you go <laughs> got nothing to say about Mystery of the Nile really
4: I'm yeah. sorry about Star Trek.
0: I need to, like, sneeze, but the sneeze isn't coming, and it's making me all sniffly, and it sucks.
4: Look into a light.
0: Uh, okay, I'm doing... The, uh, it's not helping. Hey, Luke. It's not helping.
1: Yeah. Boo.
0: Ah! that's Wait, that's the wrong
2: thing. <laughs> but now it's a Halloween episode. There you go. All
3: right. Uh, sprinkle pepper in your nose. I don't have any. So. Star, right, Trek about Star Trek is an
1: unofficial game based on the television Thank series you. of the same name. In the game, the player must defeat all Klingons in the quadrants. At any moment, the player can perform the following five actions from within the Enterprise. Fire Proton Torpedo. Shields. Computer Map. Move. Long Rage Scanner. In the default view, the player can see the objects in the immediate surrounding of the ship. Stars or Klingons. When encountering Klingons, the player can fire torpedoes in order to defeat them. The player cannot move in the default view and must enter an angle at which to fire a torpedo, which, fires, which flies in a straight line. If any torpedoes are about to hit the player, they must raise the shields. Moving sends the player to a different screen. This is done by inputting an angle and desired distance, using the computer map and long-reach scanner, player can try to find screens that contain objects, which can be either Klingons or harmless stars.
0: Okay. That's Star Trek, all right. Uh, I'm looking at screenshots. There's uh, there's an intro thing here. It says, you must destroy 19 Klingons in 25 star dates. You have two star now, bases."
1: My understanding is the mission of the USS Enterprise is not... Right. To hunt down Klingons.
0: Yeah, it really sounds like you're engaged more in, like, warfare, like some kind of star war than a Star Trek.
4: Well, you can have a war during a Trek.
0: I suppose.
4: Although, so, a Trek following a war is an odyssey. So what's a war that follows a Trek?
0: Oh, sure.
4: Hmm. I don't know. I guess that would be an Iliad.
3: Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) This game looks like the watch you get in Fallout. Wait, but is that what an
0: Odyssey is? Or is an Odyssey just a story about Odysseus?
3: Well, no,
4: because Mario is in Mario Odyssey, and that's not about Odysseus at all. Yeah, but it's it's
0: Mario taking on an Odysseus-esque role. Wait, what war did Mario fight before Mario the war, Odyssey started? The war
4: against Bowser, and he lost, and Bowser kidnapped Peach. That's okay, all I guess. clearly the, explained.
0: But the these were like a single battle than a war, though.
4: Hey, sometimes that's all it takes. I guess.
1: Anyway. Wars yeah, are looks... also usually a little more organized than this ship has a video game quest to kill 25 Klingons.
0: <laughs> yeah. Really more just like a random hitman.
2: So, did this game create Q? Because like the loading screen says he's arranging the galaxy.
0: Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't say Q. Yeah, it says one moment, please, while I arrange the galaxy. What year did this game come out? Well, before
2: next generation. Wait. Okay. When? Oh yeah, seventy-eight.
0: Jeez, yeah. Yeah. I mean, does like does Q? I don't. I don't really. I'm not a Star Trek person. Is uh is Q like? Does he say one moment while I arrange the galaxy? I know he's got like crazy powers and shit.
2: He's the only character I could think of who could arrange a galaxy.
0: Sure. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're you're reading into it a bit. Okay, sure. Yeah, why not?
2: I'm just saying Gene Roddenberry stole from this game. That's probably true. Well
3: Yeah, I'll give it to Persona 5. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, where, where are we starting? We're starting at number 226. Uh, b-, 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 b Dylan, how does Star Trek compare to... Yeah, Persona 5. Chelsea got it, right?
2: Holy shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Persona 5 didn't, uh, inspire everything, but, uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Persona 5. Just...
0: Alright, yeah, that's one for Persona 5. Uh, Maxie? Star Trek. That's one for each. Crystal. Star Trek. That's two for Star Trek. Chelsea? I seven, Oh,
4: right. You eight,
0: said Persona eight. 5. Uh, all right. That ties it. Um, hmm.
4: Luke, please. Yeah. It'll be so good. <laughs> if what? <laughs> if you go with Star Trek. It's important. <laughs> I mean, make
0: please your case. do this for me. Make your case. Star Trek is
3: garbage. So, what this are the
4: worst things about Persona 5?
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, you're asking me?
4: Yes, I'm asking you.
0: Uh, I mean, the shitty gay stereotype
4: dudes. Not in Star Trek.
2: Okay, okay, now, you're not wrong. Star Trek also doesn't have a guy asking to draw someone naked against her will. That also true. Okay, yes.
4: You know what Star Trek does? If it, I won't say it never sexualizes women. I won't give it too much credit. But it never sexualizes, like, teenagers...
2: You're making a, you're making a lot of points. Also, most of the women who it sexualizes in Star Trek are consenting, so like that's a. I mean, yeah, but they were written to be consenting. That's
0: you know, I mean, it's listen. That's that that only gets you so far.
2: Yeah, but Anne was written to not be consenting in that. No, so. you're
0: right. I hear what you're saying. All right. Okay, it, but here's the, my counterpoint. Counter five I vote gets...
1: for Star Trek, this is a game well, that... that takes. A series that's all about like you know peacefully exploring the galaxy and and making yes. like, uh, cultural connections with people, and you just play as like a assassin that's hunting down Klingon ships.
3: Yeah. Luke. Yeah. What's up? What's Kelsey? one good thing about Persona Five?
0: Uh, the like. Dungeon the one Genie-
3: tiny thing.
0: You, there's that part where you like sneak through that painting That's a hundred cool.
3: times better than everything in Star Trek <laughs>
4: <laughs> Okay, okay uh, I'm going to make my final argument Alright Morgana fucking sucks And you know what's way cuter than Morgana? What's tribbles that? Tribbles aren't in this yeah,
3: fucking game yeah, You can yeah. prove
4: that, you haven't played it well, no. I'm looking at
2: screenshots And I don't see any proof that Tribbles aren't here
4: If I'm, you're going to <laughs> Hey Tribbles are the ultimate anti-Klingon weapon. If anything, they're probably the best part of this game.
0: I'm voting for Persona.
4: Damn it. (laughs) Uh,
2: Can
0: I change my vote? No, I've already entered it. (laughs) (laughs) Chelsea, how does uh, Star Trek compare to Forza Motorsport 5? It's a car game where you drive cars.
3: Hmm... Hmm. Pass.
2: All right. Crystal. Look, what number is Forza? Uh, 338. Thank you. Forza.
0: All right, that's one for Forza. Uh, Maxi?
4: Why drive a car right. when you could drive a spaceship?
3: That's
0: fair. That's one for Star Trek. You don't
3: Dylan. drive a spaceship. You do drive you a, don't space ship drive a
0: spaceship.
1: You don't drive a spaceship. You
3: type you in go, your. You go up and down and on a game. square. You go up and down <laughs> on, a <laughs> on a screen and hit the <laughs> beep boops and Chelsea, that's it where's your sense there's of more imagination? than just text I'm
2: looking there's dots and I'm gonna go for Star Trek
0: alright that is two for Star Trek Chelsea coming back to you uh Forza that ties it I've played Forza 5 it was bad I didn't like it Star Trek might actually be kind of fun even though it's very primitive I'm gonna
2: go Star Trek Yeah, it is from 78. It's pretty impressive what they got done with it.
0: It might be novel at the very least, you know? I
1: don't think it is impressive. I think there are a lot better text-based video games in 1978. Name several.
3: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Luke, where's your imagination? What do you mean? Like, I... Like, ima- like I imagine that there are better games oh, from that <laughs> era. <laughs> okay, well,
0: I'm voting for Star Trek. Uh, who knew that this would be the game to tear us apart? Uh, Star Trek moves up to number 282. Dylan, how does it compare to... Monkey Magic, a breakout clone made by Nintendo, uh, where the blocks are in the shape of a monkey head that slowly dies as you rip pieces off of it with your
4: ball.
2: These screenshots are horrifying. I know yeah. it's
4: not my turn, but Monkey Magic? <laughs> um,
2: yeah. So I still have to kill stuff in Star Trek, but I don't have to watch the life leave its eyes. <laughs> sure. So Star Trek...
0: All right, that's one for each, Crystal.
2: Sudden Strike 2.
0: That's not an option.
1: Wait, what game are we on?
0: Monkey Magic versus Star Trek.
1: (laughs) Monkey Magic.
0: All right, that's two for Monkey Magic. Chelsea?
3: Monkey Magic.
0: All right, Monkey Magic takes it and Star Trek moves down. Uh,
2: What happened to the Star Trek love that we had going on? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I died it's a, it's not what, what do you find interesting about this game I don't know
4: it's, it's no monkey magic
2: small things <laughs> like you get to actually control of putting up your shield so you get to avoid the hits that, that, that's kind of an interesting concept
3: does that functionality exist in that game
2: okay yes I think so yeah I think that's what it it's is specifically yeah. what it says in the description
0: alright uh, oh this is, this is a fair comparison to make uh Star Trek moves to number 310. Chelsea, how does it fare against Armada, a Dreamcast game that's basically this game but made like 20 years later?
3: Let me look at it.
0: You're like a spaceship flying around space doing missions.
3: Oh. Um Pass.
0: Alright. Crystal. Armada This is a very anemic uh Moby Games
1: page. Mm yeah there's no screenshots if you look at video it's actually pretty pretty nice looking
2: yeah but it's got 21 years on star trek come on sure how
0: do you vote crystal
1: armada all
0: right uh that's one for armada maxi
4: i mean armada sounds like kind of a ripoff so i gotta go with star trek
2: (laughs) it's one for each dylan I've fallen in love with this Star Trek game. I'm going to try to download it when we're done. Star Trek.
4: Alright, Chelsea,
0: coming back Armada. to you. Alright, that ties it. I'm going Armada. Uh,
2: I, which like, move?
1: What's up? This is like the least interesting thing you could do with a text-based Star Trek game. Like, if Paul Hanks yeah. made a Star Trek game, oh, he'd make so thousands of cool Smurf planets and stuff to explore. Oh, man. Yeah. You could
0: totally go to the Smurf planet in the Paul Banks Star Trek game.
1: But you're just hunting down Klingons. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, that moves Star Trek down to number 324. Dylan, how does it compare to Elevator Action EX, former best game of all time? It's a Game Boy Color
2: port slash remake of Elevator Action. Uh, yeah. You guys talked this game up so much to me that I found the emulator and played it, so oh Elevator my God.
0: Action. Alright, Maxi?
4: Man. Like, Star Trek, though. Uh-huh.
0: Star I, Trek. I Star might Trek's for dweebs, I Python. said it, alright? For so dweebs and nerdos.
4: Oh sorry, I'm I'm sorry I'm not on board with the elevator game like the <laughs> cool kids. That's I'm right. Just, I just wanna pilot a lame spaceship. Cool like, kids ride I'm elevators. Spaceship.
2: Elevator action kept me easily amused for a solid twenty minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maxie?
4: I told you Star Trek. Okay. Crystal?
1: I'm voting Elevator Action, and you're only piloting a spaceship in Star Trek in the sense that you're piloting a car when you order a pizza.
3: <laughs> <laughs> elevator ah. Action. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Elevator Action wins.
2: Oh, Christ.
0: Oh, and Star Trek moves to number 331. Chelsea, how does it compare to Brain Games... An Atari minigame collection that's a bunch of, like, simple patterns and shapes type minigames to teach young children about Math those wizard. things. <laughs> Crystal.
3: Brain Touch game. Touch me. Count me. Dude. Picture me. Find me. Add me. Play me.
0: Yep, those are the games. Maxi.
4: I do like the sound of brain games.
0: Yeah. Brain games' big claim to fame is that the cover art of it is, like... Uh, this incredible math wizard made out of puzzle pieces casting math spells.
4: Hold up, I gotta see this. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's worth looking at.
4: Would you say this was for Genesis?
0: Uh, Atari. If you just click on it... Yo, on the... this
4: wizard rules! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: brain games. Alright, yeah.
2: Uh, Dylan? Uh, brain games. You guys have been talking it up since it came up.
0: Yep, yeah. Because it's against it's Star shame Trek. shame so low. Yeah, all right. Uh, Star Trek moves down to number 334. Dylan has a fair against Cap'n Crunch's Crunchling Adventure, a game packed free inside specially marked boxes of Cap'n Crunch. As the Cap'n, you have to play a series of mini-games to train up your own Crunchling to wage a war against some other dumb animal they made up.
2: I have made it very clear, and I'm very vocal, that I love this Star Trek game now. Yeah but it does not double as an audio adventure. Sure. So, Captain Crunch.
0: <laughs> okay, is that something Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure did? I don't remember. Maxie? Yeah.
2: If you don't have a computer, you can put it into your CD player and listen to the audio tape of the Holy uh, game. Holy <laughs> shit.
4: Maxie? Now, I did not grow up with Star Trek, but right. I did grow up with both Peanut Butter Crunch and Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure in specially marked boxes of Peanut Butter Crunch. Sure. So I'm going to have to go with Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure in specially marked boxes of Cap'n Crunch and assorted cereals uh-huh. uh, for the nostalgia factor.
0: Sure. That is uh, two votes for Cap'n Crunch. Uh, Crystal? Captain Crunch. And Chelsea?
3: Crunch ties me, Captain.
0: All right, yeah. Cap'n Crunch wins, and Star Trek continues to drop. Number 336. Chelsea, how's it compared to Carmageddon? A racing game where you can get all bloody and violent and run people down and that kind of thing. Carmageddon. It's one for Carmageddon Crystal.
1: Carmageddon out of here.
0: <laughs> uh, Maxi.
4: Again, you're asking me whether I prefer a game where you control a car yeah. to murder a bunch of people who, frankly, do not deserve it. Right.
0: Now, hold so now game, before you finish the second half of this sentence. I'm I not need you going to, carefully to say consider
4: your words. I'm not going to say that war crimes against Klingons are justified, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying that if I'm going to be murdering innocents, I want to do it in a spaceship.
0: <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's one for Star Trek, Dylan. I'm going to give everybody.
2: it to Star Trek as well. Uh I got nothing. It just looks fun.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Alright, uh, that is two for each. I don't like either of these games. I guess I'll throw a bone to Star Trek. Why not? Yes! Uh, which moves it up to its final comparison. Dylan, how does it fare against game number 335? Another Star- oh, no, this is Star Wars game.
3: Shit, the final match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the- Something we did here. <laughs> the
0: fated Confrontation. Dylan, how's it compared to the Hollow Table, an online client for playing the Star Wars card game?
2: Um, Star Trek. I don't want to play an online card game.
0: Maxi Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh,
4: Hollow Table. That's one for each,
0: Crystal.
1: I'll make a protest vote for Sudden Strike 2.
0: <laughs> Great, thanks, Chelsea.
3: Hollow Table.
0: Uh, I'm also voting Hollow Table, uh, which means that Star Trek loses and is placed at number three thirty-six, directly above Carmageddon, directly below the Hollow Table, and we've now uh, confirmed for once and for all that Star Wars is better than Star Trek.
2: It's fair. I prefer Star Wars anyway. What about right. Sun
1: Strike too? It it lost. It only got one vote. Isn't it above both these games? Yeah. So so than... Sudden Strike 2 is better than Star Wars and Star Trek. Sure. Well it only got one vote, so like
2: maybe worse.
0: You know, we'll see. It's it's a better video game
1: than the Hollow Table or or Star Trek. Let's talk about Axians.
3: Well, I thought it was Axians. Oh. A lot of
1: Commodore this episode. It's... Yeah, a lot yeah, of Commodore. This yeah, episode.
3: I noticed that. Because it looks like aliens except with an X instead of an L.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, axians is a version of Galaxians where you control a ship at the bottom of the screen, trying to shoot all the aliens moving across the top of the screen and firing at you. Occasionally, one will swoop down, zigzagging and shooting. When all the aliens are shot, then they appear once more, moving faster, shooting more and more aliens, swooping down. The joystick is used to control your ship. It's Space Invaders. You know Space Invaders. It's Space Invaders. Mm-hmm. Can you can
3: okay,
1: you okay? So I'm trying to track the lineage of this game.
3: A X I E and S. So Axians
1: is a ripoff uh-huh. of Galaxians, which is right. a ripoff of Galaxian singular, which is a ripoff of Space Invaders. Uh
0: huh, yes. Oh, so, it's, jeez. It is a ripoff of a ripoff of a ripoff.
3: This is a tiny little scrap of paper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably totally like. Decently fun. Space Invaders is fun. So this is probably pretty, Mm -hmm. what do you guys with Space Invaders? (sighs) I thought you liked shooting aliens five minutes ago.
4: I like shooting aliens when it's like good.
2: (laughs) And more times. You
0: you voted for Star Trek so many times. Do not give me that excuse.
2: Star Trek looks fun. You never
4: played it. That could be a great game. (laughs)
2: All right, uh, Luke, what are we ranking,
4: against?
0: Yeah, let's. I guess let's get to work here. We are starting at game number two twenty-seven. Chelsea, how does uh, Axions compare to Schwarzschild for the Cradle End? Another space game. Oh, this one isn't linked up in the list. We we placed it. Hmm, it's a recent one. What it, do you remember anything about it at all, either of you? I, know. I remember. Schwarzschild
4: is the. Uh... Like anime space grand strategy game.
0: Right. Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yes. It looks like it plays in like Windows.
0: Okay.
4: Hey, hey, Luke. Yeah. Molly is sending you a thing, so you should. Probably... Yeah, I was just
3: about to say maybe Wait. acknowledge her. Wait, what's going on? Molly says on Twitter she sent you something dumb and she's not going to stop bothering you until oh, oh. you <laughs> acknowledge it. Hi, let's, Molly. Let's... You're not oh, listening. Molly. Hi. Twitter chicken. I mean, chicken. be in, like,
4: two days, maybe.
3: I just... Okay. No, she, no, she doesn't... She, Molly would never listen to this show.
0: No, please, don't insult her.
4: You're right, she has such high standards for entertainment.
0: <laughs> anyway, Chelsea, Sports Child 4 or uh, Axion.
3: Um... I'm pretty into Space Invaders, but it is kind of, like we said, a Rip-off of a rip-off of a rip-off. So yeah. I'll go for a short child.
0: Sorry, let me take care. Molly's asking me dumb questions.
3: <laughs> Can I go, like, do laundry and get some No, the it's, it's,
0: it's going to take, like, one second.
3: Oh, okay. One ice cream. Listen,
0: we're recording Let's Place. So that she knows day that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she knows that she said that he's. You're probably recording, but she's going to not stop until you acknowledge her.
0: Well, I acknowledged her. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Chelsea, what'd you vote for?
3: I vote for Schwartzchild. All right, <laughs> Crystal.
0: Schwartzchild. All right, that's two for Schwartzchild. Uh, Maxie.
4: Bless Schwartzchild. <laughs> Dylan.
1: Look, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Yeah, um, what's that? Can you say Schwarzschild in your Eddie Brock impression? Uh,
0: Schwarzschild.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll also vote for Cradle's End.
0: All right. <laughs> the Axians moves down. Have fun editing this one, Chelsea. <laughs> uh huh. I always <laughs> do. Dylan, how does Axians compare to Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangokushi? Uh, This is a strategy game based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms. It's Uh, like a Fire Emblem-esque, but, you know, yeah.
2: Oh, Fire Emblem is fun, so Yokoyama, Mits... Ah, fuck that one. Uh Ah. All right. I'm going to try to say it. Sure. Maxi.
4: The one that isn't Axians.
0: Okay. That's two for Yokoyama. Uh, Crystal.
1: Yokoyama Mitsutero Sengoku-shi. Alright, and Chelsea.
3: Yokoyama.
0: Yokoyama takes it, and Axians moves down. It's number 396. Chelsea, how does it compare to Dogs for the Game Boy Color, a pet simulator where you have a pet dog on your Game Boy Color?
3: I prefer the PC version, uh, Axians.
0: Alright, uh,
1: Crystal.
2: Hmm this looks. This looks like someone made it in Microsoft Paint.
1: Actually, never mind.
2: Dogs. Maxie.
4: Ah Dogs.
2: That's two for dogs, dogs. Dylan.
3: I've got a vote.
2: Dogs. This is pathetic. I love it. <laughs> All that right. Show dogs works. wins.
0: <laughs> dogs wins and Axions moves down to number four twenty-four. <laughs> This game's really getting kicked around. <laughs> Dylan, oh, hey, here's a fair comparison for it, though. So maybe it all worked out in the end. Dylan, how does Axians compare to Quake Blocks, a game that's a total ripoff of Tetris, but sometimes the screen shakes like it's an earthquake when you get a Tetris? Uh. It doesn't run very good.
2: Yeah, this looks worse and was made way more recent. Yeah. So I'll finally have to give a vote for Axians, but I'm not happy about it. Maxi.
4: So what's the name of the one that is isn't Axians again?
2: Quake Blocks.
4: That name sucks. Yeah. Axioms. That's
0: two for Axians. Crystal?
1: Uh, Quake Blocks was developed by Bebersoft Entertainment, which you may uh. know as the developers of Ode to Zelda, the second quest for Windows. So I So I'll vote for Quake Blocks.
0: All right. That's one for Quake Blocks. Chelsea?
3: Uh, Axians. <laughs>
0: All right, Axion's takes it and moves up for the first time uh, to number 410. Chelsea, how does it compare to Arnhem, The Market Garden Operation, a strategy game for old computers that where you play is it out operations like
2: universally loved?
0: Is it? Boy, if it is, we've really goofed. What is it? Arnhem, The Market Garden Operation.
3: Oh yeah, I've heard good things about that.
0: Wait, seriously?
3: Yeah, haven't we had not that been brought up before? The Arnim's pretty okay? Chelsea. Yeah, people
2: love this game.
0: I don't remember like yesterday.
2: <laughs> Look, I mainlined every episode of Let's Plays to prepare for this in the last great. two weeks. So I it's pretty universally well, liked. Apparently
0: it's a great strategy game. How do you vote Chelsea? Arnim.
1: Alright, Crystal. Arnim the Market Garden Operation. Maxie.
4: I'm going to have to go with Arnhem, the Market Garden Operation.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Dylan? (laughs) I will also vote for Arnhem, the Market Garden Operation. I'm so confused.
4: (laughs) I don't know what's confusing. (laughs) You get to kill Nazis.
0: Anyway, uh... (laughs) Axions moves down to number 417. Dylan, how does it compare to Elf Bowling, the flash game sensation where you play as Santa, who is uh, torturing his elves by using them as bowling pins because they tried to unionize?
2: Oh, fuck. Elf Bowling. Oh, you made me watch the movie because
4: breaking.
0: of this. I did not make anyone watch the movie.
4: Guys, yeah. you're breaking the
3: strike. Yeah. Elf Bowling. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I told my friend there was a movie after listening to the episode where you told me yeah. that. So we had mm-hmm. to find it and watch it. So right. thanks for that. Well, you're welcome, I guess. It was fucking terrible and I loved it. Elf Bowling.
0: Alright, that's one for Elf Bowling. Maxie?
4: I am i can't support such a reactionary game. I have to go with uh, fucking Axions. Alright.
1: Crystal? <laughs> so within the fiction of Elf Bowling... Uh, this is just local chapter five forty-two of the Elf Toymakers Union. Where okay. are all the other chapters? <laughs> it's a
0: great question. I guess all the other factories at Santa's workshop.
1: Despite the reactionary politics, I'm gonna vote for Elf Bowling for having richer lore. <laughs>
0: sure,
3: Chelsea. <laughs> um, Axions.
0: All right. That ties it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Axiom's, because, like, come on. <laughs> uh, that moves Axiom's up to 413. Chelsea, how does it compare to uh, Betty Bad?
3: Uh, Axiom's. Crystal?
1: Betty Bad. Maxi.
4: Now I'm a lesbian, uh-huh. so I do have to vote for Betty Bad. Sure.
0: Uh, Dylan? Uh, Betty Bad. All right, Betty Bad takes it. And Axions moves down to 4.15. Dylan, how does it compare to Disney's Villain's Revenge? Another game we've already talked about. Um, oh, fuck.
2: Axions, because apparently Disney's Villain's Revenge is... Audio is fucked up or something.
0: All right, Maxi.
4: Axiom's, to our knowledge, does not have Jiminy Cricket in it, right?
0: Yes, that's true.
2: Now, Axions. we never see that for sure. Right, but to
0: our knowledge, no. Uh, Crystal. Axiom's. And Chelsea.
3: Uh, uh, Axiom's.
0: All right. Axiom's moves up, and it's got one last comparison to go <coughs> up against. Chelsea, how does it compare to Mystery of the Nile, the first game of the evening? <laughs>
3: Axions. Crystal.
1: Axions.
0: Maxi.
4: Axions.
2: And Dylan. As far as I know, Axions isn't racist, so Axions. Sure.
0: All right, with that, Axions is placed number 414, directly above Mystery of the Nile, directly below Betty Bad.
2: I really really just, uh, yeah, got him light. right
0: in the pocket there. Hope we I don't f- that's learn some...
2: terrible lore about Axians and find out it is, in fact, racist. Right, yeah. Uh, Alright.
0: Now, our last two games. Or, well, our next game. Let's talk about it. It's a game I've Yay. heard of. It's a game that's got, like, people like it, even. Oh, it's called Grim good. Fandango.
2: Oh, God, I fucking love this game.
0: let me read what mommy games has to say about it. Not much is known about the life of Manuel Manny Calavera. It is, however, known what happened to him after he died. The Land of the Dead is where all people are reincarnated after death, turning into skeletal figures. The Land of the Dead is also very similar to the world of the living. People work, have careers, fall in love, and can even die again, turning into flowers. And they all await their final destiny, a trip to the underworld. Depending on their deeds in life, they might get a good journey, or be destined to walk there without any means. Manny works in a travel agency that takes care of such trips, but recently something's been going wrong. Manny's unable to get good clients, and he suspects that there's a scheme to falsify the dossiers of dead people, offering the best trips to scoundrels for bribes. Manny's grand adventure begins as he steps into the world of corruption and intrigue. Grim Fandango is a puzzle-solving adventure game that describes several years of Manny Calavera's afterlife. Influenced by Mexican mythology, film noir, and art deco, the the game combines 3D characters with pre-rendered backgrounds. The traditional mouse interaction was abandoned in favor of keyboard control for movements and actions. Manny is navigated with arrow keys and tilts his head whenever something attracts his interest. The object or character in question can then be examined or interacted with. As usually in LucasArts adventure games, conversations offer plenty of different responses that can be chosen by the player. Despite the lack of the option to combine items with each other within the inventory, the game still contains many challenging puzzles that require manipulating inventory items and the environment. It's Grim Fandango! People know this one! Mm
3: hmm. I'm playing a little <laughs> bit of this. I need yeah. to get back to it.
0: Yeah, I have never played any of it, but I mean, I know it's got a reputation for being like a very good adventure game.
2: I played this on my iPad instead of paying attention in college. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic.
0: Uh, Maxi, Crystal, you got any experience with the old Grim Fandangus?
4: Yeah, it's got a couple bullshit puzzles, but mostly it's really fun. Yeah, and yeah. it's got a great sense of style.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a gooden, but I guess we'll need to figure out just how much a one it is, don't we? Mm-hmm. That's what we're here that to do. That's our job. That's the that's the premise of the show you're listening to. That's what to. we
3: get paid to do.
0: Mm, wait, now what? Do you, do you get... Chelsea, hold on. Do, do you get paid for this? You don't? We need to talk later. Uh, let's start at game number 228. This show's dumb. Uh... <laughs> Dylan, how does Grim Fandango compare to Grand Theft Auto London 1969, an expansion to Grand Theft Auto 2 set in London in the year
2: 1969? Oh, uh, I've never even heard of this. Yeah. I, I'm a baby. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll guess Grim Fandango. All right, Maxi.
4: Grim Fandango.
0: Crystal. Grand Theft Auto. Alright. Uh, now, why what? is that? I'm just curious. I've never played Grim Fandango. Okay. That's fair. Chelsea?
3: Grim Fandang.
0: Alright. Grim Fandango moves up. It's number 114. Our first game to break the middle point this week. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Worldwide Soccer Manager 2008? One of those soccer management games that people like so much. that Where you manage like your team... And hope they do good at the sports. And then, like, you manage your team some more to get them better. And it's all just, like, data sheets. Yeah, is that is that.
3: So, Grim Fandango.
0: All right. Crystal. Grim Fandango. Uh, Maxi.
3: Grim
4: Fandango.
0: Dylan. Grim Fandango. All right. That moves Grim Fandango up to number 57. Dylan, how does it compare to Minecraft. It's Minecraft. Grim Fandango.
1: Oh. Grim Fandango. Oh, Max. Grim Fandango. Crystal. Grim Fandango. Wow, all right. Chelsea.
3: Uh, don't need me.
0: I guess so. (laughs) I know people like Grim Fandango. I was, uh, that was just just whizzed by though. Uh, that moves it up to number 28. Oh, hmm. Chelsea, how does it compare to Earthbound, the oh, Jesus Christ. JRPG about a bunch of children that get psychic powers to save the world from an incorruptible evil?
3: Earthbound.
1: All right, Crystal. Grim Fandango,
0: Maxi.
3: Hmm.
4: I need to think about this one. All right,
0: all right, I'll
2: come back to you, Dylan. Grim Fandango. It uh, got me thinking about like different cultures at a time where I was a shitty, shitty person. So that All right.
0: Good. That's fair.
2: Maxie, coming back to you.
4: Well, I do really like the Grim Fandango setting in a way that Earthbound setting, while not bad, never really connected me in the same way, so I sure. think I have to go with Grim Fandango. All
0: right. Grim Fandango takes it. Man, it broke through the Earthbound barrier. Is there any stopping the Grim Fandango?
1: Spacebound now. It moves
0: up to number 14. Dylan, how does it compare to Chibi-Robo Plug Into an Adventure? Uh adventure puzzle game where you're a little tiny robot guy who's got to go around a house and do chores, but you're tiny, so it's hard.
2: This game is super cute. Yeah. And I should play it? Yeah. With Grim Fandango.
0: All right, Maxie.
4: Grim Fandango.
1: Crystal. Grim Fandango. And Chelsea.
3: Luke, have you ever played... A uh, plan to che, uh, to be Robo yet?
0: I mean, not more than what I already have.
3: Okay. Yeah. I was wondering.
0: I should. I need to. It's one of those things that's like perpetually on my list to get back to.
3: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably got a lot going on.
0: We should play it next time we're together. Yeah. We should do that. All right. Grim Nego moves up, though, for now to number seven. It's got a shot at the top ten here.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: Chelsea House Affair against Mother 3, the sequel to Earthbound that, like, doubles it's down Mother on everything three. that game did good.
3: Ugh. Ugh. Mother 3.
0: <laughs> uh, Crystal? Grim Fandango. It's one for each. Maxi. Uh,
4: Grim Fandango.
2: All right. And Dylan? I'm going to preface this with, I love Mother 3. Sure, oh, like, it was a
4: fantastic game. Yeah,
2: it's. Some would say the seventh best game ever made. The whole like protection thing at the oh fuck that was so good. Um, yeah. But Grand Pandego. Damn.
0: All right. I'm surprised. Like I knew it would make it high. I didn't think it'd make it this high. That's nuts. But hey, I haven't played it. Maybe you know. Sure. It moves up. It's got. A, it's now definitively in the top ten. Now it's got a shot at the top five. Oh God, no. <laughs> Dylan,
2: <laughs>
0: how does Grim Fandango compare to number three, Locoland, Land, a train-based RTS where uh, you know it's set on a distant planet, war-torn by evil robots that constantly fight each other and have built he- hellish machines of war, steam locomotives to carry out their battles and destroy one another.
2: That's fucking incredible. Yeah. I've never played it though.
0: Yeah, no, you haven't.
2: And I really like Grim Fandango.
0: Sure. All right, that's one for Grim Fandango, Maxie.
4: Uh no, Luke, this is uh... a <laughs> <laughs> this question is. <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. Um... <laughs> just an entirely uh, ju- just out of curiosity. Uh huh. Um. If Grim Fandango were to win this, yeah, am to go to. God, I feel like I'm if, you... if Grim Fandango wins this one! I'm so sorry, this audio sucks. If Grim Fandango wins this one. Uh huh. Does, does it challenge the number two spot or the number one spot?
0: Uh, it will be. I, I forget the way I programmed the algorithm, I can't tell you that. Usually I, I usually, I abandon the algorithm at this point, and just, it'll it'll challenge number two, let's say.
4: Locoland. Uh, Still.
0: Wow, okay, alright, that's one for each. Crystal.
1: Now, see, this is the benefit of having games like Locoland up here, is you can consolidate the positions of games like Grim Fandango. Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. Which is the game I'm voting for. Alright,
0: that is two for Grim Fandango. Chelsea.
3: Um. Uh. What?
0: Local land vs. Grim Fandango. What are those? The two the two video games that we're <laughs> okay. voting on.
3: What's a see. video game?
0: Well, you see, back in like the seventies or so, someone also figured Crystal, out that like, you could
3: try to I couldn't mute you in time, you need to unmute yourself. What? Why did you
0: see your K? Wait, no, I'm not muted.
3: No, I said Crystal.
1: Oh. I'm not muted, but, Skype's just being but, bad. Is Crystal
0: muted?
3: Yes
1: crystal apparently
0: you're muted unmute yourself,
1: crystal, why is that a power you have i I didn't even mute myself Skype just muted me, yeah, I think Chelsea muted you okay why
3: uh to try to uh stop this no to stop local land versus Van Vandango uh-huh well I we need your vote what... uh Local land. That ties it. Yeah. Chelsea, what's up,
1: Crystal? I'm a little interested in your reasoning there.
3: Um, you know. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. No. What's up, Chelsea? Because,
1: uh, given your history, you've typically been again against uh, joke games in the top ten. Sure. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I'm sorry. Sure. Crystal, are you objecting to Locoland? Yeah, it's it's a
1: joke game. We put it up there as a joke. Oh no,
4: really. Really? It's a joke game. It's not just there because people love trains, huh? It's not because of a genuine abiding love for trains and train based (laughs) gameplay. I mean I know it's just funny to like put this shitty game up in like the top five. Listen, part of this is that I'm getting over a sore throat, and part of it is I am genuinely overcome by emotion right now. Sure. Thank you for bearing with me.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. No, I mean, Local Land is just like a shitty game that we thought would be funny to put in the top five. No,
3: that's not true. (laughs) I I mean, I don't think I would have voted Local Land quite that high. I don't remember how the vote shook out that time.
1: Sure. But I
3: was, like, interested in Local Land and believed it looked fairly good. Okay, fair enough. All right.
0: Anyway, so yeah, Local Land, uh, that, that ties the vote. Listen, I, I adore reading the description of Local Land. I do it to myself every night before bed. Luke. I played it. It's not very good.
4: Luke, don't do this
0: to me. I'm going to have to vote Grim Fandango. Luke. Right, if, Luke. Only to
1: Maxi. if only to torture Maxie.
0: If uh, only to torture Maxie. All right, so let's go to number two.
1: Maxie, could you describe to me your history and relationship with Undertale?
0: <clears throat> well, yeah, well, yeah. we should, just for the record, the, the game is now... I'm going
2: to
0: Well, no, hold on, we need your vote. Chelsea, Locoland or Undertale? The charming RPG where no one has to die is the tagline. is it Grand
2: Fandango or Undertale?
0: That, what did I say?
1: Locoland. You said
0: Locoland. Oh, yeah, no, it's Grand Fandango or Undertale. <laughs> Chelsea? No, she I heard it's Fandango. Anyway, yeah.
2: I think she
1: said Grim Fandango.
0: okay. She didn't.
4: She said nothing.
0: Yeah, she didn't say anything. Crystal?
2: Uh, Grim Fandango.
0: All right, yeah. So, Maxie, let's talk. What's up?
4: Well, Undertale is a game that holds a lot of importance to me.
0: As you talk, I'm seeing your Skype avatar of Undine from Undertale.
4: Yes, that, that is my Skype avatar. It was also my Tumblr avatar for a long while. Uh... Undertale is directly responsible for me getting serious about music. Okay. I have since then released an album, worked on multiple game soundtracks, and am working on my next album. Uh, it was very important to me emotionally in a difficult time of my life, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Uh, honestly, it has even impacted how I approach uh, how I approach my spirituality. Dang. Okay. Um, so. So you might say you liked it. Uh, I might say it is worthy of the title of second best game of all time.
0: <laughs> all right, so that's a vote for Undertale.
4: Yes, that's going to be a vote for Undertale. All
0: right, and Crystal, you voted Grim Fandango, right? Of course, yes. Yes. Okay.
4: <laughs> now, Crystal, might I ask why? What do you mean? Well, Grim Fandango and Undertale are both very good games, as I'm sure I'm sure you feel the same way.
1: Haven't played either.
4: (laughs) Maxie,
0: Uh, Dylan, how are you voting?
2: I've heard a very good argument for Undertale.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think you're the one to make
0: the Grim Fandango argument of anyone here.
2: Undertale was fun. I I I thoroughly enjoyed playing it. I, I should not have done my genocide run second. That was a poor choice. Sure. Because uh, now I literally can't get the other one. But I'm going to go Grim Fandango. Okay. Okay. Uh, one
1: might say you should not have done your genocide run. Right.
4: <laughs>
0: oh, Maxie, the stress in your voice.
4: I need, ch- I need Chelsea get back here and either, <laughs> like save me or ruin my life.
1: (laughs) Dylan, let me ask you this. What are your thoughts? I know it's not your time to vote yet, but... No,
0: sure, but uh, let me ask you this, Dylan, because I have not played Grim Fandango. Mm -hmm. I have played Undertale. I loved it a lot. What do you... Is Grim Fandango... And I'm not saying this to denigrate it, necessarily, but is it just a laugh time... The whole time through like is it just kind of a string of jokes with a narrative as like an excuse to get you from one to the next or does it It, have like I will
4: I will say it is not it actually has a plot that I wouldn't say it's as emotional as Undertale but it has some genuinely tense and you know engaging moments from it you know it actually engages with the idea that it is kind of a noir
0: okay Mm -hmm. all right that's fair Um. Would you say, though, that, like – like, I – setting aside, like, any affection I have for the characters or or that kind of thing, I feel like Undertale is a really interesting piece of, like, interactive narrative that, like, uses the mechanics of the game to convey, like, themes and ideas in a way that maybe is not entirely unique to Undertale, but that I personally at least have not seen done – outside of undertale at least certainly not to the degree that undertale executes it at would you say that like grim fandango is like a like is it just a fun fun story or is it like is there something to it that like you walk away from that game with stuff to think about
2: so i definitely walked away with some stuff to speak uh, think about okay um, so i am from texas So it was kind of neat of, like, some of the dialogue in it is uh, kind of Spanglish, kind of. It's really heavy uh, in its, like, design. It's, Uh like, uh, Day of the Dead, Sugar Skulls. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really unique. The world just kind of feels, like, from the second I started playing it, I forgot that I was supposed to be listening to a physics class. It, uh... Sure. Absorbed me. It's... I liked Undertale. No, uh, I'm not trying to...
0: No, listen. These are both excellent games. This is the number two and number three game of all time.
2: But... Grim Fandango, it's not just like a... -a Yuckabob, like... Okay. It's... It has fun with its noir story, and it right. does have jokes, but it, it's it, it's engr- uh, like e- it's really easy to get engrossed in the story and like the sure. characters. Are
0: okay, okay, no, that, that's entirely fair. Uh, Chelsea, it sounds like you're back. Uh huh. We got two for Undertale, one for Grim. Fa- or no, two for no, Grim no. Fandango, yeah. one for Undertale. Right now, Undertale. All right, so that oh, ties thank it.
4: God.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no. Chelsea is a big ol' Undertale fan uh whew, that means I have to pick I hate this <laughs> can
2: I ask
1: one more question for you Dylan yeah go ahead uh, what is the relationship between Manny Rivera and Sans Undertale
2: <laughs>
0: Luke yeah what's up Chelsea um, sorry
1: it's Manny, Manny Calavera uh,
2: um, not all skeletons are related and I, I find that deeply offensive alright then yeah,
0: Chelsea, what's what's up?
3: My uh, card regenerated. What do you mean? Uh, remember that one time I played the I Need Your Support on This One Babe card? Uh, oh. <laughs> <It> regenerated.
0: <laughs> I think Grim Fandango, like, just from the way people talk about it, it is obviously something very special and important, and I really need to play it. And maybe when I do play it, I'll look back on this moment that's about to happen and be like, oh, man, should have voted the other way. But I got to go Undertale.
2: That's fair. I, I, I get it.
0: Yeah. Uh, which means that Grim Fandango is placed at number three, directly above Loco Land, directly below Undertale. Congratulations to you. Grim Fandango for making the top five. Pretty good. And, uh, a, you know, uh, consolations to Nier Automata for leaving the top ten.
1: RE4 is almost Nier. out. I know! Listen,
4: Nier Automata has, like, half a skeleton in it. Yeah. I'm just saying, purely by numbers, Undertale and Grim Fandango both got to beat.
0: Well, that's true, because Nier Automata doesn't even have, like, you know, any game with, like, people in it. Like, Majora's Mask, that's got all kinds of skeletons, even if you ignore the zombies... Because, like, everyone's got a skeleton inside, but they're all robots in near, so there's no skeletons.
2: We skipped two of my favorite games of all time, which yeah. would have stopped me from voting Grim Fandango. Sure. Sorry, Elite yeah. Beat and Res right,
1: for I. Luke, what about all the humans on the moon?
3: That's a really uh, stupid all the on uh, line the moon of logic.
1: What's up, Chelsea?
3: That's a really stupid line of logic. If It's... If, it's, if we're already above two of your favorite games, why put <laughs> another game over that?
0: Because, because you place where we you place, not where again. you think
1: it should be placed.
0: Listen, there's all kinds of different placing ideologies. I think scholars will be debating it years after we're all dead. Mm,
3: I, think when it, I when know, it comes I down to will be debating that you won't be allowed on the show again. <laughs> oh.
1: I mean, look, if, if we were doing it the other way... Yeah. Then instead of going through the algorithm, couldn't we just say, I think it deserves to be at this number, and right. then we average the numbers?
0: Yeah, you, you have to I, – I, as a rule, I think you have to compare it locally. It's like jury nullification. I can't yeah. tell you what's in your heart when you, make, when you enter your verdict.
3: Yeah, but what happens when shitty games get super high and great games get super low? That's,
2: well, that's what, what peer review, review is for. for.
3: Okay, but we can't have a peer review every episode. Well, no,
2: like, no we we every fifty. I mean,
3: the peer can't... review is only I every mean, fifty episodes or so.
1: We could have a peer review every episode if we wanted to. But that sounds yeah, like. There. Could, but that's
3: not what, what we're gonna do. But and what I'm saying is, we shouldn't because the list shouldn't be
0: that volatile. The whole listen, if we're dropping the curtain a little bit here, part of the goof of Let's Place is taking the, is treating this as though it's actually a good method for determining objective truth, which it's not. Because true. there is no objective I this with science.
3: Can we just move on to Doki Doki Literature Club? We can. Let's move oh, on right, to Doki we Doki. We still have to
0: replace that. Yeah, we got to it gotta I feel look. like
1: three's a pretty fair place for Grim Fandango. I would say that's so. Great. Yeah. I would
0: I, I'm, I'm surprised it reached that high. I'm not saying it shouldn't. I'm just. I, I thought it would I'm like, saying it shouldn't. I, I was expecting it to land in
3: the 20s somewhere, but, you know. It is
1: w- one of the most revered games in its genre. Yeah,
2: for sure.
3: Yeah, so it was on. Un- so it was like Undertale. Yeah, but it lost but Undertale. On those. Yeah, but it lost Undertale. No.
2: It, it lost Undertale.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> let's
3: talk about Doki Doki Literature Club.
0: This is a visual novel. Uh, well, let's let's read Moby Games. Let's go with that. How about the way we normally do it? Doki Doki Literature Club is a visual novel with elements of a dating sim and psychological horror. The player is invited to become a member of his high school's literature club, which consists of four girls, the cheerful and energetic Sayori, the shy and reclusive Yuri, the boastful and testy Natsuki, and and Monica, the level-headed president of the club. The player character is invited to write poems to present to the other members. After every in-game day, a mini-game takes place where the player chooses words to include in his poem. Different words appeal to different girls in the club, and by choosing them carefully, the player can deepen their relationship with one of the girls. The game initially appears as a typical dating sim with a cute, upbeat aesthetic. However, the mood of the game becomes significantly darker and disturbing
1: over time. Really kind of... Oh, shit? Yeah.
4: (laughs) It does?
1: Dude. Yeah, this is part of that uh, genre of VNs, where people who write about video games professionally who don't usually play VNs are like, trust me. This isn't like one of those dumb girl games that right. I would never recommend. Yeah, this is this is subversive because it has horror elements, like, even though that's actually a common trope in the genre.
0: Independent of how good this game is, the way this game got talked about was kind of exhausting and stupid.
2: A, a big uh, selling point was the free.
0: Yeah, so, it, like to spoil this game entirely, uh, what happens is for the first hour or two of playing it. It's just a straight on high school dating simulator. It really just plays up the tropes and cliches of it. And then at some point, uh, one of the characters who you do not have the option to date, I don't think. Or no, you do. I don't. Listen, it's been a while since I played it. Basically, they reveal that they are suicidally depressed. And that, like, their appearance as, like, a cliche anime childhood friend who's obviously the love interest that you don't notice yet is, like, a weird side effect of how they're, like... That's the persona they, like, present to hide their depression. And, uh... None of the dialogue choices you have are, like, good things to say to a depressed person. Because you're a shitty VN protagonist. And they commit suicide. And then the game crashes. And then it reloads. And, like, they're all glitched out on the menu screen. And your character, like, doesn't remember that they ever existed. And it gets all, like, weird and glitchy. And... Basically what it turns into is Monica who is a character you are not allowed to date. She's not an option in the game uh, Has somehow gained an awareness of like the person playing the game and is like wanting to Start a relationship with them and every time you pursue a relationship with someone else She like hacks the game to turn them suicidal and make their story super dark and sad And then they end up dying and glitching out of the game, and eventually she breaks the entire game until it's just her staring at you in space forever. And that's the game, basically. And then she, like, eventually gives you clues on stuff you can type in to, like, murder her and win the game, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's Doki Doki Literature Club in a nutshell. And I would say, like, the one part of this game that I, like... Because, again, Crystal's very much right that, like, people treated this game like it was revolutionary, when no, it's just kind of an okay horror story.
4: Okay, well,
0: Luke. Yeah, what's up?
4: I think it sounds pretty epic.
0: <laughs> the one thing about this game that I think actually is kind of interesting is it is basically a cosmic horror story where you play the role of, like, the like Cthulhu old god that drives everyone crazy when they realize you exist. And I think that's kind of an interesting idea. Anyway, it's an okay game. I enjoyed my time with it. But it was not, like... It wasn't mind-blowing the way people treated it at the time. And that's my opinion on this. Sounds good. I don't know if anyone else played it. I
1: enjoyed it. Video games have come a long way from (laughs) 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 Pac-Man.
2: I played it with my girlfriend who doesn't play games, and she it was fun watching her be all surprised by everything, so that was kind of neat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I said, I think, okay. it's, I think it's all right. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, let's figure out just how right it is. Uh, hold on one second, let me just uh, clear this. All right. Doki Doki Literature Club is starting at game number 225. Chelsea, how's your ice cream? Uh, It's all right. All right. Uh, What flavor is it? How does uh, Doki Doki...
3: It's called homemade vanilla, and Uh, then I put graham crackers and maple syrup in it. Damn.
0: That sounds all right. Uh, How does Doki Doki Literature Club compare to Spooks 2006, uh, another indie adventure game where you're a young dead girl in the land of the dead who's got to take care of a live goldfish? Spooks. One for Spooks. Crystal. Spooks. Uh, Maxie.
4: Now, is Spooks a revolutionary deconstruction (sighs) of point-and-click adventure games uh, as a genre and a medium? Much
0: like Doki Doki Literature Club, no, it's not.
4: And I gotta go with DDLC.
0: Alright, Dylan.
2: They're both free. Yeah. And Spooks looks more fun.
0: Okay, yeah, that's, that's valid. Uh, Spooks takes it then, and Doki Doki Literature Club moves down to number 338. Uh, Dylan, how does it compare
2: to oh. Carmageddon? Doki uh, Doki. Maxi.
4: Hmm. Now, how does Carmageddon fit into the broader genre and medium? of the racing game. I
0: think some people sorta kinda liked it at the time and it's been completely forgotten about.
4: Then well, I gotta you see, go with Carmageddon.
1: What's up, Crystal? I'm gonna go for Carmageddon because unlike a lot of racing games, this one isn't just for kids.
3: <laughs> Chelsea? <laughs> Carmageddon.
2: Okay. Uh, is it Carmageddon on the PlayStation Classic? No, it's Instructor Derby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, Doki Doki Literature Club continues to dip It's uh, number 396. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Pearl Harbor, the game where you're manning a gun at Pearl Harbor and have to shoot down airplanes? <laughs> In the free version of the game, you have limited ammunition and uh, are doomed to fail. But I guess if you pay some money, you can, like, stop Pearl Harbor from happening? Pearl Harbor. All right, uh, Crystal. Pearl Harbor. All right, Maxi.
4: You know, by giving you limited ammunition and making it so that you cannot change the course of history, I think they're really challenging the nature of the arcade game. Sure. uh, And of the shooting. Yeah, but then they let you break
0: it by paying some money.
4: Yeah, just like real life, history is shaped by those who have the money or the power (laughs) to shape it. All right. So that's... I'm going to have to go Pearl Harbor.
0: Okay. I feel like Doki Doki Literature Club is really getting beaten up for no good reason.
4: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I just think it's funny. (laughs) It's
1: your fault, Patrick
2: Klepik. Dylan? Uh, Pearl Harbor. I mean, they both have a free option, and the free option of Pearl Harbor actually sounds more interesting than the paid one.
0: All right. Doki Doki Literature Club keeps going down to number 424. Uh... Dylan, how does it compare to Robotron 64, a twin stick shooter for the N64, where you gotta use two controllers if you really want twin sticks?
2: Oh, Robotron. This one's super fun to play with friends and make them, like, control the shooty part. Oh, sure. Uh, Maxi.
4: Robotron sounds pretty by the numbers, so I'm gonna have to go with uh, Doki Doki Literature Club just because of its importance to the genre. Oh, Alright. <laughs> Crystal? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Robotron actually is genuinely innovative from a control perspective. So Robotron.
4: All
0: right,
1: uh, Chelsea.
3: I guess Doki Doki.
1: All right, that ties it.
0: We go Doki Doki because
3: like it, it's
0: it's all lost down here. But I feel like. Also, I've traditionally been pretty against Robotron. I'll stick to that. Uh, that moves it up to number four ten, which is a range we've been in a lot this week. Uh, Chelsea, how's it compared to Alpha Prime, a first-person shooter that has no memorable details? Pass. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Alpha Prime. Okay. Uh, Maxie.
3: Now,
4: you say it has no memorable details, right? I think that in and of itself is kind of interesting. To create a game that is remembered... As tedious or bad is oh one thing but to create a game that does not leave any impact <laughs> that takes true mastery of the form Uh huh. so and I've already forgotten the name of it which truly goes to show just how great it is so I'm voting for that one
0: all right <laughs> Dylan doki-doki I've after that line of bullshit I've completely forgotten what Crystal and Chelsea voted for what did you vote for Crystal uh, Alpha Prime and Chelsea.
3: I don't remember. Well, she, well, how do you vote, Chelsea?
0: You passed, didn't you? Oh, that's right, you passed. Yeah. So, how do you vote, Alpha Prime or Doki Doki?
3: I guess Doki Doki.
0: All right, uh, that ties it. I'll I'll go Doki Doki. Fuck you, Maxie.
3: What? You know what?
0: <laughs> Which okay. was to four oh three. Uh, Dylan, how does it compare to Santa's Xmas Caper, a platformer where you're Santa Claus?
2: Um, this looks objectively bad. Yeah, it is objectively bad. Um, doki doki? It's like, not that- it's not as unique as people made it out to be, but it was still fun. Sure. Maxi? Sorry, what's the game that's
4: going up again? Santa's
0: Xmas Caper.
4: Give me one moment.
0: Alright, Crystal? Santa's Christmas Caper. Alright, and Chelsea? Santa. All right, that's two for. Okay. Sa- that's two for Santa, Maxie.
3: Now,
4: I'm seeing that in this game, you can jump around on giant chicken legs and like pies. Uh-huh. Or maybe those are the. Oh, what's the? What do they call those like little tarts that like British people eat at uh, Christmas? Pudding. Scones. No, not pudding. They're like fruit and like. Oats or something? I don't know. I can't help you. I want to say, like, a trifle. Oh, sure. Hang on. (laughs) I I gotta know this for real. Do you? Uh, Okay, well, anyway. Point is... Yeah. I find that really charming. Okay. I like the idea of, you know, you're this jolly old elf jumping around on various dessert items. Uh Uh-huh. So, (laughs) I'm gonna... (laughs)
0: You're voting Santa? Yeah, I'm going to have
4: to vote for Santa's ex-Miss Caper.
0: Fantastic. That moves Doki Doki down to number 406. Chelsea, how does it fare against Amber's Blood, a Carol Reed mystery? It's a mystery adventure. You can point and click them up. Amber's Blood. All right. Crystal. Blood. Oh, hey. uh, They deleted the Amber's Blood page off of Moby Games. (laughs) Oh, God, what? The game you're trying to view is either no longer in our database or possibly an error occurred.
4: Oh, <laughs> I oh, mince message. pies. Mince pies are what I was thinking of. Those are actually really good, by the way. All
2: right.
0: Yeah, uh, Moby Games hates Carol Reed so much that they don't recognize her anymore.
2: Or is it a true mystery?
0: Yeah. All right, Crystal, how do you vote? Amber Blood. Okay, Maxie?
4: Well, Amber Blood is a complete unknown, isn't it?
0: I guess, yeah. It's not it good from what we saw before. S-
4: well, okay, but now we have no information, so I think it's unfair to have it this low. I have to vote Amber Blood on principle.
2: <laughs> All right. Dylan, I'm also going to vote Amber's Blood. It might be great. I don't know. Sure.
0: That moves uh, Doki Doki down to 408. Uh, Dylan, how does it compare to the Vanishing Maze? It's, uh, your computer draws a maze, and you get to look at it, and then once you enter it, all the walls disappear, and you have to navigate it.
2: Oh, no, that sounds like hell.
0: And you're graded on how often
2: you bump into a wall. Oh, that sounds like hell. Doki-doki, that that sounds like hell, Uh but I think I would get angry.
4: Maxie? You know, that does kind of call into question... How we typically think of mazes and similar puzzles working. I'm so mad at you. (laughs) It turns it from a matter of brute force finding your way through it to something that requires active memorization and action, and it rewards you for succeeding in that task. So I have to go with the invisible maze or whatever.
0: All right. (laughs) One for each. Crystal. Crystal. Wait, so is there no mapping function in the Vanishing Maze? No, the whole thing is how how good can you just get through it.
1: I mean, people like Zelda 1 because, like, you can draw a map as you move through the space. Sure. It's more of a memorization so game. Yeah. Vanish Maze.
0: All right, that's two for the Vanishing Maze. Chelsea. Can I change my vote to Vanishing Maze? You can, I guess. Chelsea, how do you vote?
3: Mystery Maze.
0: All right, everyone votes Vanishing Maze, and, uh... Uh, Doki Doki Maxie moves down. A good argument. Uh, alright. Uh, it's got just one last game to go up against. Chelsea, how's it fair against Deki Yonku? Tough the truck. Tough the truck. Crystal.
1: Is this game also known as TNN Motorsports Hardcore 4x4? I couldn't tell you. Maybe. That's what the Moby Games page well, says. Well, alright then. Uh, Deki Yanku.
0: Alright. Maxi.
4: Tough the truck.
2: And... Dylan. Tough the Truck's such a good fucking name. It
0: is. Well, in that case...
4: Also, just to confirm, did you guys end up having to remove Mechanica because it ended up being horrible? Not yet. Oh, did we just skip it?
0: No, it's all the way at the very bottom.
4: Oh. Oh, I thought you you said Tough the Truck was the last one. Oh, right, no. No, I forgot that Doki Doki actually won one of these. (laughs) All right, with... My apologies. With
0: that... Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club is placed at number four hundred and ten, directly above Alpha Prime, directly below Deku Yonku, tough the truck. Again, I thought that game was okay, but I guess objectively it's dog shit.
1: Hey, hey. No, that's It's, better, real. Than, mm-hmm. it's better than Medal of Honor Warfighter. Well sure, you're right. No one
0: No one's safe. And that game has a gun in
1: it. it. <laughs> Alright, okay. How could girl game be better than gun game?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, really just took... Really just dumped a whole lot of shit on this game over what other people said about it.
1: Yeah, well,
2: Patrick... (laughs) I mean, I just
3: thought it was funny to vote it down. That's fair, too.
2: like this game okay. It just ended up against weird stuff.
3: Sure.
0: Uh Yeah, that's what Um. happened. Anyway, we now have a list that is 455 games long. Let's look at the bottom 10, untouched this week. At number 446, uh, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 447, Elf, The Movie. Number 448, who did I date last night? Number 449, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Number 450, Time Dominator, a.k.a. Socket. Number 451, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 452, Tommy's Shark, Number 453, Megamind, the Blue Defender. Number 454, Accordion Hero. And number 455, the worst game of all time to our knowledge, Mechanica or Mechanica. It's hard to say. Meanwhile, our top ten, which did change this week. And number ten, Resident Evil. 4 Number 9 Elite Beat Agents Number 8 Mother 3 Number 7 The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask Number 6 The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword <laughs> Number 5 Tetris for the Game Boy Number 4 LocoLand Choo Choo I got to start doing new bits for these games because all my old bits are getting erased Number 3 Grim Fandango Number two...
4: Was that one of the bits?
0: It, you know, tried it on! Number two, Undertale. And number one, still the best game of all time, to our knowledge, The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks.
4: Fuck off, Chris.
0: <laughs> Dylan, is, is there anything you'd like to plug? Any any Anything out there you want people to look at?
2: Uh, yeah, you can... Follow me on Twitter at DylanLee70 and uh, keep an eye on that. I'm working on a uh, podcast. We've recorded the first two episodes. Uh, that's a rewatch podcast of Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. Ah, okay. Oh. Uh,
0: Maxi, how about you?
4: As I mentioned before, I'm currently working on my upcoming album, Gigantic Robot Girlfriend. A- I actually put out a single for that uh, called Out of the Bunker. That is available on my Bandcamp page for a dollar. All the sales of that single. I'm donating everything I make to the... Um, I forget what exactly the name of it was. It is a trans rights organization oh, cool. in the United States. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, give me one moment. Yeah, sure. I just want to confirm I have the name right. Uh, yeah, that'll be going to the National Center for Transgender Equality. Okay, awesome. Uh, I've, I've previously released... I want to say two EPs and an album. You can find all those at pastelhandgrenade.tumblr. Uh, sorry, pastelhandgrenade.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also at Maxi Satan on Twitter and at Maxi Official on t- on Tumblr. You can go to my Tumblr page and listen to some of the music I've done outside of those albums and EPs as well.
0: Awesome. Are you taking commissions right now?
4: Uh, I am taking commissions. Yes.
0: Yeah. Go pay Maxi to make you a song. She does good at it. Uh, crystal, how about you?
1: At arcane crystal on Twitter, arcane crystal on Patreon, on the MCU Complete Me podcast with Luke, where we talk about all the Marvel movies and decide if they're good or if they're bad. They're bad.
4: Has any one of those scored above like a B? Uh,
1: Venom.
0: I mean, you know, maybe listen uh, to tomorrow's episode on Venom.
1: Uh, and the Book of Dora podcast, where we talk about the best Zelda games, like the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. Chelsea? Where'd it go? What? Oh, God. How did Spirit Tracks get
0: deleted? No. Listen. There's a process here, Chelsea. We can't. <sighs> we got... Uh, we got... We got... We can't. I'm, I'm putting it back.
4: Chelsea, I rec- I know as much as anybody... How harsh science can be, but that doesn't mean we can just ignore it.
0: Mm. Chelsea, would you like to plug anything?
3: Um, so that's us on Twitter. Okay,
0: yeah. All right, I think that's gonna about do it for this time, everybody. Please get on out of here, Chelsea. Give us a good sign off. Woohoo! <laughs>
4: Crystal. Donkey. Maxie? I just think we all need to take a moment to recognize how revolutionary Doki Doki Literature Club truly is.
1: It's not just for girls.
4: No, guys can play it too. Dylan! And I think they'll find... Okay.
2: Uh, I hope I haven't anchored Chelsea enough that I don't get to come back. (laughs) Grim.
4: Crystal comes back for every episode, (laughs) so...
0: Grim Dango. We'll see you next time, everyone. Last place.
4: What? Are you doing Tim Carino? I don't
0: know what I'm doing ever.
3: I thought I told you not to, but you had to.